expecting it to end so quickly <laughs> uh, time for carlos's pick <laughs> no. hello everybody and welcome to yo remember the 90s the only show on youtube at this time that asked the question yo remember the 90s and then hopefully we answer some of that too maybe maybe i mean it wasn't that long ago it, it mm. I mean, I guess if you were born in the 2000s, you wouldn't remember the 90s. Yeah, but anyone who was born in, like, I guess if you were born in the 90s, you probably wouldn't really remember too much of the 90s. So, right. What is this? Is this a show? No. This is a show. Well, yeah, sort of. I guess. I think. But think about this. If we relate the 90s to now, it was thinking about back in the 90s of what it was like in the happy days times. No, it's it's nope. literally the same. I know. And if wow. I was, you know, around in the '90s watching something, and they were like, "Hey, anyone remember the '60s?" I'd be like, "Ugh, disgusting! <laughs> this. this just sucks." That's that <laughs> thing they have those commercials for. You could buy eighty albums for four ninety nine. It would be my the same reaction I had in the '90s when Mash used to come on. Click. Yeah. Fuck no, that. Me. I didn't even know MASH was supposed to be a comedy. I thought it was a drama about war. So, so did I. Yeah. So I did I. No clue until I was much older. Anytime I saw that stupid helicopter and that song, click. You know, I've done a horrible job introducing my co-hosts for You'll Remember the 90s. Obnoxious John, hello. How are you? Good evening. I'm doing well. Thank and you of course, and of, oh, sorry. And of course, I didn't let you finish your sentence before I started speaking. That's, that's quite all right. He's sticking he's this. And in the bottom square, our pal, El Horrible. Hello. El Hor Greetings. El Horrible. That's it. Shithead. You know that. El Tukalele. No. El Tuki. El Tuki. Everyone say hello to my new Tuki pumpkin, which was made by practice guy so oh, wow. thank you to band practice guy for making me a tukey puppet or puppet pumpkin it's fake so i'll have it for years to come i'm so excited it will be here all of the month of october Amazing. i know it's not yet, but i was too excited do you think if there was ever a yeah say let's say your parents ever decided to split up el horrible will there be a custody battle over the tukey pumpkin <laughs> 
I'm a child of divorce. My parents divorced when I was in my 30s. It was very sad. Was that in the 90s? Yes, in the 90s. Wait, I'm sick. In a very special episode of You'll Remember the 90s. <laughs> horribly recounts his painful 90s divorce. Yes, my painful 90s divorce. No, it was only a couple of years ago, actually. It's very odd when your parents get divorced when you're getting married. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But yes, I come from a broken home, even though I wasn't living in it at the time. But yes, please be gentle. We will. We will. But we want to remind everyone, if you're watching on my channel or Hell Horrible Bulls channel, come on over here at You Remember the 90s, like and subscribe, because... I don't like only having one monetized YouTube channel. Right. So I need another one. Yes, Please. that's right. We have to start monetizing more YouTube channels because YouTube's taking us down. People put this in perspective. Right now there are, oh wait, there are more. Okay, it said 10 people were watching on the Remember the 90s channel and I had Kinky Loco up, or not Kinky Loco, Benny Loco up on my uh, phone and she had 12 people watching. So I was kind of <laughs> offended by that. But we're okay. We're over 20. So we're over Benny Loco's numbers. Good. Thank God. So yeah, definitely go over there and give that a like and subscribe. Uh-oh, but she has 18 now, so she's catching up. She's catching up. You probably sent six of those viewers <laughs> over. People are like people are like, wait, Benny Loco's on. I can watch her instead of this. Yes. Benny Loco. It is. Maz yeah. Wildfold, thank you for becoming a member to someone's channel. Yes, thank you. We're not sure who. And my lost interest, thanks for the 499. El Horrible still sitting to the left in his Tukey position. Yes, this is how my setup is. This is the only way that things can work. You're going to need a chiropractor. I'm waiting. <laughs> you need to be straightened back out. Yes. I'm waiting for my 18-year-old brother to move the hell out. It's been over a month since he turned 18. He's still here. But I need his room. I told him I have big plans for that room. Big Chad Zumok size plans. We're building a studio. We're doing it. Hands man, thanks for the five dollars. Did Tuki get his subscription fix? What? I believe. <laughs> I believe you were Tuki was jonesing for. Oh yes, subscribers. Uh, yes. Uh, well, not really. I mean, we my my uh, Tuki subscribers uh, numbers have just uh, been climbing and climbing. We're coming for you, Chad. We're catching up. We're almost at 3,100. We actually uh, got over 500 uh, subscribers, I think, last month. So thank you, everybody, for that. It's, it's insane. It's amazing. I have, I have not bought any yet. I have not gotten into that whole game, but I would like to dabble in it, buying views and subscriptions and all that kind of stuff, just to see what all the fuss is about. It seems like every it's working well for everyone else. Yes. Static. A lot of notice. Now, I hope... <clears throat> I hope uh... Some of those subscribers you're talking about are from the 90s because that's what we're supposed to be talking about here. <laughs> oh, yeah. The 90s. No, they weren't. Edgar Barra, thanks for the 199. Is VP, the mysterious SJ friend, help high? Is Vino, Vinnie Paulino, the mysterious Suttering John friend, help high? Yes. Sure. It is a mystery. Yeah. It is a mystery. How they become friends. A grand mystery. But we do want to talk about the 90s. Yes. 90s television. You mean when Stuttering John was last relevant? Is that what we're going to talk about? This is a Stuttering John show, right? Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
No, today we're going to talk about 90s TV shows. And at first we were kind of thinking like, oh, maybe we should have a category or something like that. But I think we're just going to wing it this time and just uh, potluck or pokery. Yeah. Because I think when we, you know, I think when we did our pilot episode, we, we, we started getting going down the road of 90s TV. And it was like, we could do an episode just on one right. show. Yeah. Right? Like Married with Children could definitely be its own show absolutely like, you know we could do we could we could do that so i think yeah today is just we're still trying to figure out the format of this non-show show but definitely come over here at you'll remember the 90s like and subscribe please and uh yeah we're still figuring that out but today's a little bit of we're dipping our toe in 90s television seeing what we can get away with what we can't get away with and having uh having a little bit of 90s nostalgia some nostalgia boners nostalgia boners uh yes the 90s were a very defining moment for el harible as everyone knows el harible stole cable from a very early age mm -hmm. so uh 90s were probably my peak movie viewing but that's only because i was watching movies on tv but that doesn't count on channels like hbo cinemax and showtime it's not tv it's hbo yo you're right. But yeah, uh, I saw someone. I was going to pull this one. God damn it. And I, I, I still might. Duckman. Do you remember Duckman? Was he a detective? Yes. With a raincoat? Yes, he was voiced by yeah. Jason Alexander. Yes, I do remember Duckman. Yes, and he had his side pick, uh, sidekick who was a pig. And uh, it was pretty good. It was a good show. And uh, I thought about that, but I didn't pull anything from that. So uh, good call, whoever that was. I forgot. Oh, James Boyd. Duckman. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're fine. Burt's the great. Thank you for the $2. Four touchdowns in a single game. Polk high. Yes. Yes, I have a, I have a clip from uh, Married with Children. Uh, I don't know if we want to just get into Married with Children right now. But as sure. I was watching the Married with Children clip, I was like, Al Bundy reminds me of someone like a lot, like someone that like recently. Right. And it hit me fucking KB, Kevin Brennan. I feel like Al Bundy <sighs> when he goes home or when Kevin Brennan goes home, he's a lot like Al Bundy. And I don't know something about his facial expressions, the way he talks. I could see he's, it. He's yeah. miserable. I think, I, think yeah. I can see it. He's miserable. Yeah, so I pulled this clip. <clears throat> this was from uh, one of the later uh, seasons, I believe, but I definitely remember this. Uh, someone comes to Al Bundy's door. Some of you might recognize this gentleman. He's another popular 90s figure. You might not recognize his face, but you might recognize his voice. That your wife has been seeing my husband. Let me get this straight. Pardon the expression. <laughs> do you cook for him every day tonight for example i made him a nice juicy steak <laughs> mm -hmm. and then what else uh nice baked potato maybe he's just tired of you sitting at home while he's out working no i work i'm an office manager forty thousand a year that bastard <laughs> Guys like that deserve what they get. He's getting your wife. Oh, let the punishment fit the crime. I don't know. Do you know who that guy is? 
Cardiff? No. You don't? No. Do you know, do you know who this guy is, OJ? I think I do, and it's only because of the chat. The chat? Are they helping? Yeah, not watching? I think, uh, yeah, I think they're helping. So I, I don't want. It. I think it would be dishonest to take a guess at this point. That is the voice of Homer Simpson. Yes, it Dan, is Dan Catalano wow. or something like that, right? All oh, these Catalanos, Castellano, Castellano, Castellano. Yeah, and wow. he also does. He also obviously does other voices, you know, on The Simpsons. But most famous for Homer Simpson. Well, I don't hear it now. I'll see if I hear it now, but. I didn't hear it. Maybe it's my know. fault. Andy's a man about town, whereas I just like to stay home and watch a ball game. Wait a second. Oh, yeah, the rumble. Wait a second. That, yeah. that little, like, growl. <laughs> There's a bit of over there, yeah. Yep. And you like sports? Yeah. <laughs> I love you. That's as close as they could get, especially at the time of Al just leaning in and sucking him off. Yes, <laughs> he was positioned, <laughs> but he was positioned perfectly. Married with Children is great, man. We've said it. We said oh, it yeah. on this uh, show before, and it is definitely one of those shows that if you watch it now, you're kind of like, God damn, the '90s were so much fun as far as like language and getting away with things and making fun of stuff. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, you can never do exactly what they were doing on Married. I, I hate when people are like, Oh, you couldn't do that today. You could in a different way but you couldn't do it the way they did it in the 90s just like you couldn't recreate all in the family like right right, at that time it was and that was you could you couldn't do that now you couldn't do that and then you couldn't do that in the 90s like it it had even evolved then but it's probably a good point though like i i never thought of married with children almost being like in all the family for like the 90s i mean our family that's how we looked at Married with children. That was the comparison we made. We said it was the all of the family of the 90s. Well, like it wasn't political. Like all in the family at the end of the day was a political show. Yeah. Like they were using Archie Bunker as the and even the, the actor was was playing that character to point fun, you know, to make fun of that side, right? Right. I, I don't think Married with Children played any political quite the opposite whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, probably not political. They were probably I think they were just trying to take shots at all the uh you know the people who are trying to take down tv shows and all that kind of stuff like with no the ma'am yeah no ma'am stuff like that man i need i want to know do they make a no ma'am shirt in black i always wanted a no ma'am shirt but since it's in white i refuse to wear a white t-shirt here's a tip chad it emphasizes your tits you shouldn't wear white t-shirts even though i kind of figure you figured that out since you're always wearing black but yes so I do see a no ma'am t-shirt in black. Yes, I'm buying it. Oh, it's gone. It's sold out. Shit. Someone 1879 on Amazon. Oh, nice. I even remember you know what you know what I get a boner whenever I see somebody walking around in a in an Al Bundy poke high jersey. Yes, you do see that. Four touchdowns yeah. in one game, like Burst yeah. the Great said. Yeah, those. those are funny. But- but I remember Captain Kickass member for four months, Mystery Science Theater three thousand, the best '90s show. We'll check that out. Thank you for being a member of somebody's kinda, channel. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah, who's... of course, Mystery Science Theater. I mean, now yeah. that's what everyone on YouTube is pretty much doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember if there was really anything out there doing that kind of show where it was a guy and two puppets watching really crappy old movies. I think it was mostly because 
and and it even relates back to youtube because i think they did crappy movies so they didn't have to deal with like copyright and trying to get the rights to like really expensive movies right so they did like the creature of the black lagoon and stuff like that which i believe like that's kind of what like uh uh lorenzo Ariola has been doing lately yeah he finds yeah. some kind of uh only fans whore and they watch some movie no one's ever seen and uh talk about it but yes mystery science theater was uh definitely one of those shows do you remember in the 90s okay going back to cable tv do you remember in the 90s you didn't have every fucking channel oh that was the worst you only had the channels that your cable provider provided and every now and then they'd have a special weekend where they show you a couple of channels you don't have and it would just dick tease you i remember them doing that with the sci-fi network in the 90s and that was a channel that played mystery science theater and i believe that's where i first saw it and they also had that what was the thunderbirds or something it was some old it was fabulous thunderbirds i think is that the marionette puppet? The marionettes, yeah. Yeah, like uh, Team America type shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Sci-Fi Channel is the coolest channel. And by Monday, it was gone. Well, it was the worst part was the TV guide had all the channels in it. Yes. So you got to see, you had to look through all the things that you couldn't get uh, with your shitty package. It's like, mom, I want. So are I you talking all. about the TV guide that was the actual physical TV guide? Or are you actual, talking about the, the yeah, TV guide that was on cable that you physical. could go to that channel? You yeah, guys well, remember that, that? There was that too, yeah. And that yeah. was probably the 90s. Yeah, that would have been the yeah, 90s. Yeah, that was the 90s for sure. But I think I, I, I think the, the, the 90s, we still primarily, we had that paper TV guide. Yeah. Yes. You know, come in the mail or come in the newspaper every week. But the, DV, the TV guide channel still only showed the the channels your cable company carried yeah but yeah, like you part of the other thing, yeah you would see what was on other channels that you couldn't get and that was the most frustrating thing and that's why when i first moved out i always bought the most expensive cable packages because i was <laughs> want to be in a position where i'm like i want to watch something but i don't have that channel i'm now an adult i'm 19 i live on my own and I'm getting every single TV. <laughs> so do you, do you have that still? And then you have every streaming service? No. Now I don't have any cable. I fucking hate TV. And I just have streaming services. And I don't use any of them personally. It's just for everyone else in the house. I watch Dabbleverse and Hackverse shit all day. Yep. Ah! Ah! It's anyway. amazing. It is amazing. And now you're talking to two floating, a potato and an orange. So yes. Mike go. Mike Morris's pork chop sideburns. Thank you for the 199. I want to talk about 90210, you mass tax. I was not a fan of 90210. I knew it existed. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I, I tried to watch it in uh like I guess maybe seventh or eighth grade for a chick, and then again in high school for a chick, and I just couldn't I couldn't do it. Yeah, none of none of the characters were relatable. They're also me, old. Like that yeah, right. like that Andrea chick and that other balding blonde guy. <laughs> like everyone's fucking 40. Ian Zeering. Yeah, am I supposed to believe these people are in high school? Everyone's fucking balding and dying. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, but a show that I was into along those same lines, I was into those cheesy like Saturday morning drama comedy shows like Saved by the Bell 
that that Ooh. kind of stuff like oh. that was my 90210 i didn't give a shit about 90210 i wanted to know what zach and jesse and kelly and slater and all them were doing screech, screech. so can't believe screech. Screech is dead <laughs> do you guys happen to remember the television show good morning miss bliss yes i do <gasps> I do now. Yes, that was the name. We Carter Good morning, Miss Bliss. It. That was the original name of Saved by the Bell in the 80s. Yes, that show was from 1987 until oh. 1989. Yeah, so it, it this, well, let me get to that. Um, that show ran for 13 episodes on Saturday mornings until it, Miss Bliss was canceled and rebranded until, you guessed it, there's, Saved by the Bell. There's no way there were only 13 episodes. Of, of I, Miss swear, Bliss? I swear I've seen a hundred different ones. <laughs> no, I I actually wow. was surprised there were that many. Good morning, Miss Bliss. The only episode I really remember is when Zach, uh, Miss Bliss had that pop star stay with her, uh, Stevie. Oh yeah, or Tiffany? That no, wasn't Tiffany. It was like Tiffany. She was gonna kiss someone, yeah. and uh, Zach had a bet that he could kiss her. Yeah. But he didn't. But he did kiss her. But it was at Miss Bliss's house, under her other name. Oh, he was like Stevie, Steve, and she was like, "My friends call me." Oh. He's like, hey, "Nikki, I kissed her. Nikki, I kissed her." That's all I remember from "Good Morning, Miss Bliss." I don't know. What are we talking about? Is this the original "Good Morning, Miss Bliss" song? We can't hear you. Your mic is uh, you're muted when you muted OJ. Oh, I'm such a moron. Yes, this is <laughs> the original Miss Bliss song. Well, that's funny. So, I've never heard this. Oh, okay. It's basically the same exact song, but someone else is singing it. I feel the like music, a little different. Like, yeah, it is different, but I feel like TBS still use the. Uh, the older version because i don't know if i remember this song and i know i've seen good morning miss bliss i've also never seen good morning miss bliss where it was actually like called good morning miss bliss you yeah know? they were always repackaged weren't they yeah, it was yeah. Always, okay like, it always said saved by the bell for the title yeah it was weird i don't know but i also only caught good morning miss bliss on reruns on tbs i never caught it on nbc okay um, well, the original cast was Zach, Screech, Lisa, and Mr. Belding. Yes. And then when they reformatted it and turned it into Saved by the Bell, they added Kelly, Jesse, and AC Slater. Yeah, they had a, they had a chubby chick, Nikki, I remember on Miss Bliss. Good morning, Miss mm-hmm. Bliss. And then a guy, a boy who kind of looked like Slater, but he wasn't buff. He was, I don't know, I don't remember what his name was. I don't remember his name either. But yeah, Saved by the Bell was a shit. It was so good. Kelly Kowski, that was definitely my first, like, real crush as a kid, I would say. So wait, that, the girl, the the biker chick, what was her name that showed up, like, later? Oh, Corey. Yes, Corey. Corey. Corey, Corey, yeah, Corey. Who did she replace? Did she replace somebody or she was was added on? I I think she replaced... Kelly, didn't she? I oh, think Kelly? Kelly and Jesse were gone at some point. Really? Shut this off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of it, damn it. Shut this off. Stop it. 
That's over anyway. I was just like yelling. Why am I yelling over this music? No, it wasn't Tori. I think Jesse and Kelly left and they had no hot chicks anymore. They had Lisa who you've seen Lisa's face, right? What she did to her face. Oh, she, she, she has gotten, she looks like you, you, OJ. Yes. Yes. Which is not pretty, but I think it, I think she kind of has gone back. Oh yeah. Let's get some pictures of what Lisa looked like with her surgery. Cardiff, have you seen her? No, I haven't. Are you serious? No, I haven't. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. I know she's a Jesus freak now, isn't she? Is she? I thought she was. Uh, That's very possible. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with Jesus Freaks. If you are Jesus Freak, please like and subscribe at at you'll remember the 90s. Eric McBastard, say by the Bell, the early years is the repackaged name. Yeah, the early years. Okay. Was that what they repackaged? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. All right. So so Kelly or Jesse? I think both Kelly and Jesse left, and then it was just uh, Lisa. What the hell? Lark Voorhees. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling it. Uh, do you have it up? Because I I got a picture yeah. of her. That is not. OJ? That is not her. That's, yeah, it is. Oh God. Oh yeah, that's the same picture I was pulling up. But uh, I think she's she's gotten better since this like botched plastic surgery. Like oh, I think she kind of looks more like this now. Can you see that? I know I'm not like. Yeah. Trying to like. Oh, so she looks a little better than. Yeah, I think she looks better, but she, yeah, at some point she was like unrecognizable. Yeah, like she, like wow. what did she do to her eyes? Yeah, but and it, I actually, you know, you said that uh, um, Tiffany was one of your first crushes. Crushes, well, okay, I, I admit it, I was into black girls, and I still am. I love women, but she, I was, I thought Lisa was so cute. Really, when I was younger. You yes, I was. Oh, yeah, I, I was into both of them, Tiffany Amber. Thyson, Thyson, whatever. And I was really into Lisa Turtle, too. Thyson. No one's ever said Thyson. Thyson, Thyson. I don't know. But, yeah, no, all three of those chicks were were, uh, good-looking chicks. But, yes, Lisa was the only one left. And remember, then they tried to make Tori Spelling a chick, like more of a regular chick. She was Yeah, yeah, Screech's girlfriend. Yeah, she was more uh, in those seasons, too, with Tori. Because they didn't have hot chicks anymore. Yeah. Like, Who can we get? Uh, but, yeah, uh, Saved by the Bell was definitely a show that I was always uh, watching. I did not care if I had seen the episode a million times. Right. Yeah, um, it was always, always on. Always on. And I think we have a clip of probably one of the more famous scenes. That's what I was, okay yeah go ahead that's fine no no yeah yeah no i was in a, i was just setting you up well, i was gonna yes i was gonna say well the show took on issues like driving drunk women's rights I was, in, I was in the seat i'll take the heat i remember that's when they crashed the, yes. uh, the little cart the driving cart right yes and they were drunk <laughs> and uh, slater took the blame and he i i always remember that line i was in the seat i'll take the heat <laughs> He was such a good friend. He was Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. What's he doing now? I know he was like doing entertainment tonight or something. Actually, I think like he still is. Is he? He's probably the most famous Yenta ever. Successful one out of all of them. Like still working. Yeah. Where's where is uh, Mark? Where's, where's Kelly? Where's Jesse? Kelly got a little chubby, and I think she does like a cooking show. 
wow. Yeah. And Jesse, I mean, we all got excited when Showgirls was announced. Yeah. We Worst were, movie ever. For me. Yeah, it was a horrible movie. It, and she, ah, yeah, it was, wasn't for me. And Jesse, I, I was never attracted to Jesse. Remember the pool scene? Yeah. You had to go see it. We all saw it, right? <laughs> the great scene. That was her best work as an actress. <laughs> acting. Did you ever did you ever watch the uh I guess it's the Directors docudrama Center. about the about Saved by the Bell? Like where they reenacted oh, those days. Yeah. yeah, that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. It was like a uh what was that? Oh. Made for TV movie or like a Hallmark kind of movie. Uh, yes, yeah. I did. I do remember seeing that. And it was basically a lot about how uh Screech was a piece of shit. Yeah. Agreed. And they just treated him like a little because he was younger too. I think he was like kind of significantly younger than the rest of them. Yeah. But, but they showed Screech like I think getting forced into it and not wanting to even like he had like stage parents. Yes, he like, did. Forced, yeah. I do remember reading that. How did Screech die? Anyone know? I love that people are just naming 90 shows. <laughs> it doesn't Best matter chat. what we're talking about. Yeah, the chat is great. How how did Screech die? I thought he had cancer or something. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Hold on, let me see. Dustin Diamond. One of the only porno movies I actually bought. Heart, heart disease. Heart he, disease. High blood pressure. Really? Oh Jesus! I gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> I know, right? Everybody, go to the doctor right now. Not just not Doctor Steve, any other doctor. Oh yes, and that is perfect. Tomorrow yes. morning at yes. 10 a.m. on Be Dabbler's channel, Be Dabbling Live with El Harible. Tomorrow at 10 a.m., we will have the great Doctor Steve. Doctor Death will be on the show. He will be here, and he will be taking your calls, your questions. Uh, he's going to talk about some subjects going on, uh, just, uh, within the hack verse within his own life. Uh, but yes, very excited to have Dr. Steve on with us tomorrow morning on be dabbling live at 10 AM. So check that yes. out. Yes. Oh, and yes. Back to say by the bell, just, you had a clip you were going to play. Cause I was, uh, like I was saying, the show took on many issues. Like, you know, we, we just talking about the driving drunk women's rights, death, homelessness, well, and my that, favorite subject would be drug use. Yes, drugs. Oh, no. But, yes, there is a particular episode that we have clips for. If you guys watch Saved by the Bell, you may remember this when Jesse became addicted to caffeine pills, of all things. And yet somebody said her best work was in striptease. That pool scene. She's like, fucking. Uh. No, you've obviously forgotten. Yeah. Uh. This magic cinematic moment or television, televisionatic. All right. So I cut it up just because, you know, we're trying to not get uh, demonetized or have any reason to get a copy. Well, so this is pretty, pretty chopped up. Jesse. Jesse. Come on. We got to go to the max. What time is it? Yeah, it's 630. Come on. We got to go. Let's go. No time. There's never any time. I don't have time to study. Everything will be okay. Pills. You mean you really are taking drugs? I'm, Jesse, give me those. I need them back. I have to sing. You can't sing tonight. Yes, I can. I'm so excited. I'm 
Jesse. Fabulous. Bravo. I remember I was probably watching an episode while popping stacker twos like they were candy. <laughs> I was more shocked. I was more shocked that people people studied. Jesse oh, studied. Yeah. I never studied. What did but did this show I, I gotta I gotta I gotta admit now that I'm kind of looking back on it, this show did this show make you realize like how much your high school sucked? Yeah. Like we had nothing. I didn't have friends like this. We didn't have relationships like this. No. We had nothing. Right. I mean, I don't know. I knew people who were on harder stuff than caffeine pills. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I think my high school was kind of cool next to Bayside. We were more of a valley kind of school. Oh, valley. Valley. Fuck valley. <laughs> but yes, uh, that was probably one of the most classic uh, scenes from Saved by the Bell. And that's what was really cool about the show is like you, basically every theme to the show was the same. It was things were going things going wrong. And then by the end of the show, they're making things right. Yes. So, thank God. Just like in real life. Everything, just like in real life. <laughs> we all fixed up in 22 minutes. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, again, I, I think that was just, the show of the times like if they made that now and i mean they, they've tried to make that again, oh sure I, yeah, I, well yeah there was there were tons even in the 90s there were tons of spin-offs there was a show called hang time do you remember that show it was about a high school basketball team no and their coach was um their coach was like one Mr. of building no he was like a real chicago football guy i think or Dick Buckus? Oh, it wasn't Dicka? Was it uh, Dick Buckus? Was, was it Mr. Belvedere guy? No. <laughs> what uh, was his name again? Called Hang Time. Coming together. <laughs> that was the eighties, anyway. Sharing a dream so fine. Hang Time. Mr. Cooper, someone in the crowd. Oh yeah, it was Dick Buckus. Oh, it was Dick Buckus. Yeah, it was Dick Buckus. He was Dick like. Yeah, he was the. Are we uh, allowed to say Dick Butkus? Yes, we can. Okay. He was the one who was. Uh, he was the coach for the basketball team. I remember that. But then there was another show which was exactly like Saved by the Bell. Again, a, a bunch of kids in high school called California Dreams. And oh, they, you remember that show? I remember that show. So I remember it, that show. So Saved by the Bell had a band. What was the band name? And Saved by the Bell. Because I remember it was the isotopes. Uh, no. Friends forever, <laughs> always will be there. Oh, what was the band's friends. name? Hot Sunday. I'll get it for you. Uh, um, Hot Sunday. Zack Attack. Zack Attack. 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 Yeah. So Thank California you. Dreams was basically they took the episode of Zack Attack and said, "Okay, how do we make an entire series based on Zack Attack?" And they came up with California Dreams, and. <laughs> California Dreams totally, you know, had a couple of hot chicks, had the AC Slater kind of biker dude. Uh, you know, it was the same kind of formula. And they tackled their own drug problem on California Dreams. This time, it was not a female taking caffeine pills. <laughs> Nic nicotine, perhaps? Nope. You want to guess again? <laughs> uh, Sugar? It's a female taking steroids so she can be a better participant on the volleyball team. Nicole Bass? Yes. Steroids? Why, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard. 
word. How could you lie like that? I'm not lying, Tiff. You use it and you know it. Oh, Tiff, our beloved chatter, Tiff. Keep on those steroids, Tiff. Your titties got smaller, Tiff. I can tell. Come on, guys. Who are you going to believe, me or Sly? Normally, that would be a slam dunk, Tiff. There's the AC Slater type character. Charlie Sheen. Yes. He's, he's kind of the, uh, what was a breakfast club kind of dude. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, God. What, the big schnoz? Whatever his stupid name was. Uh, and then Sly. Uh, they didn't really have like a pure Zach character on this show, though. Or was, or was there a screech? There wasn't really a screech. There were kind of guys who were just like, eh, who cares? But in this case, we believe. Was Sly. this the same company? The same uh, producer? Yeah, I think it was all Tori Spelling's oh, dad, right? Okay. Wasn't yeah. it all? What's his name? No, this oh. was Saved by the Bell was like Peter something, wasn't it? Peter Luger? Yes, Peter Luger. We only take cash. Who who created Saved by the Bell? This is going to be a whole Saved by the Bell episode. Yes, it is. Uh, Sam Bobrick, created by Sam Bobrick. Uh, Saved by the Bell. The I producer, know though. The producer. Any of this. Yes. Uh, producer. Peter Engel. Peter Angle, that's, that's it. Yes. Peter Angle. So maybe Tori Spelling. I just assume I assumed Tori Spelling's dad had something to do with this because she landed a, a role in those later uh seasons. And she was like a prominent nerd girl character, you know. I think Peter Angle been. also created uh California Dreams. Yes. Okay. Oh, he did. okay. Make sure. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's uh it, that was more of a case of her father's so huge in Hollywood. He just made a call and said, put, put my yeah. kid in. Get my daughter on. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay, so what if I am? It worked, didn't it? Besides, if it's anybody's fault, it's yours. Ours? Uh, Tiff, you gotta win so we can meet the men's team. Tiff, don't try, just do it. Tiff, you make PCH famous. Do whatever you need to do. We need that morning show interview. Oh, instead of having one black girl on this show, they had a black guy and an Asian girl. They actually had more main characters. So this guy, yeah, and this guy was just kind of the Mike Morse of the show. He was just kind of there, but he never really talked much. Is it Mike Morse? Yeah, it might be Mike Morse. <laughs> it does look like a, a young Mike Morse. You don't Morse. have to worry about that. We've decided to turn it down. What? Well, don't you think you're overreacting a little bit? Oh, that's no, great. you don't. You know the problem with I want to I get to the part where she starts displaying her roid rage. Drugs, Tiffany, you need some help. Oh, so now I need help. I had a vest like that. What do you want me to do? Quit the <laughs> did you really? Please yes, tell me you're joking. <laughs> oh, you're gross. <laughs> wow. See, that's an episode, a whole episode on 90s fashion, <laughs> like Jenko jeans. Oh. I had Jenkos. <laughs> I never had a shirt that accentuated my arms. I had I had guns for a for a fraction of a second. Was and I was going to show everybody. Oh, that's fantastic! Accentuate <laughs> your positives and hide your weaknesses. Yeah, it, the vest also hides a lot of tit. Oh, there you go. Yes, pictures from back then with this vest, possibly. I probably do, but you'll never see them. <laughs> see that? And you expect me to throw it away because I took a couple of stupid pills? Well, forget it. I don't need help. I need new friends. Ah, oh, the void race. Ah. What are you looking 
I'm so, I'm so scared. Am, am oh. I to believe that when women take steroids, it makes them get their period? No, it makes them want to clean up. Oh. <laughs> do, do you see? She couldn't fight her womanly instincts to clear the table. <laughs> You know we have a we have a very large female audience, and oh, we've Jesus just Christ. sent them all to Benny Loco's channel right now. They should all be cleaning up after their pizza parties or whatever they had on this wonderful Friday night. But yeah, so that I always thought that was interesting how they literally just took whatever worked for Saved by the Bell. They're like, please just throw it on this show, see if it works. And as you notice, they were even hanging out in their local eatery. I don't mm -hmm. think it was called the Max, but probably called like wax for surfboards well even even going back to married with children we talked about that they had a knockoff they, they had that did. unhappily ever after unhappily ever after with bobcat gold okay right? oh, yeah. kevin uh, connelly kevin connelly and also uh the dad from it's just a number one son i don't yes. know what his name jeff is pearson jeff pearson is that his name he was the al bundy character um and nikki cox mrs nikki cox was the kelly bundy Former Mrs. Jay Moore's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Jay Moore just got married uh, to like a W, uh, some NBA owner. Uh, the, yeah, the Lakers owner. The Lakers owner? The Los Angeles Lakers owner, yes. Okay, Jay Moore's, man. How did he do that? Unbelievable. Jay Moore used to be like a regular, a semi regular guest on Ron and Fez. Uh, he called in all the time. Uh, so I, I, I'm a big fan of Jay Moore, but. Do you think that's why Michael Rappaport's still hanging around Howard so much? He's waiting for his shot. I guess so. Because those two were about the same level oh, for the longest time, yeah. I think. Yes, but you know, Mike Moore or uh, Michael Rappaport was had that more of a insufferable fucking personality. I hate Michael Rappaport. Now he's in football pools with JD. Yeah, now he's in yeah fantasy oh. football. I'm so glad that I got off of Howard before. Rappaport became kind of like a he was always kind of there every now and then but yeah he seems to have taken some kind of more major role with that uh show yeah or he, just, he goes on way more than what I remember mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what else do we have so I've got one uh and I took a little I know we're talking 90s TV but I took a little different uh angle on 90s TV because I remember some 90s TV uh, that was a staple uh, in my house because usually for some reason I still had the TV on at 1 o'clock in the morning. Of course. And I would wake up to uh, the great infomercials. Oh, geez. Fantastic. The 90s has to be, I mean, the, the decade that dominated the infomercial market. They became a thing. I mean, after that, it became websites for for advertising and stuff so that that was the, i think the the golden age for the infomercial everything from fuck the the floby to wow. the uh you know the all the ron popeil yes george foreman grills set it like, and forget it ronco yeah. oh, i had one of those rotisseries the rotisserie <laughs> uh, yeah and i was like oh my god we can make rotisserie chicken at home. <laughs> what have we been doing? We've been baking in the oven like idiots. It's spinning. Do you, do you have, do you remember having, did you have a neighbor that was always the one getting all the boxes from the home shopping networks or all the mail order stuff? 
we were that neighbor. Oh, you were? That was you. My mom bought stuff off QVC excessively. Oh, jeez. Before the internet? Are you kidding? Oh, my God. The QVC was Amazon. In a way, yeah. and it was mostly shit that you weren't looking for. Yeah, but it, it's on TV now, and I need it. Yeah, I've almost got sucked into it a few times, but I've never, never actually. I don't think I've ever ordered. So the big thing I remember about like infomercials and stuff on TV was, uh, sorry, no COD, because they'd always, you know, they would say, mm-hmm. if you would like to, you can make it in four easy payments of thirty nine ninety nine. Just call this number. Sorry, no CODs. Yes, you'd always be like, what the fuck is a COD? <laughs> there was and a time. <laughs> crazy. COD meant cash on delivery. So it was basically the company just trusted that you were going to pay the mailman. Like you yeah, paid the mailman for some. You paid of... the mailman. Ugh, I don't understand this. Yeah. How did that work? I have no idea. That's why well, it didn't. That's why there was no COD. <laughs> was there ever anything on COD? I think, I think there must've been like when people were ordering out of catalogs. I was yeah, gonna say besides right. pizza and Chinese food, and I don't even think that is. Can you order Domino's today without no. paying first? Yeah, I think you can without paying, but you have to have a card on file. Did you do like to guarantee it? I'm gonna check this. Gonna open order a pizza card. right now. Well, I'm gonna just open up the Domino's because I don't feel like it's possible that you can even place a pizza like a pizza hut maybe like your local pizzeria might still do that yeah. i don't know here in colorado for some reason they haven't figured that out all we have for the most part is all chain fucking pizza places <sighs> fucking regular pizzerias no that sucks I mean, yeah they sold everything on those infomercials like i said cooking gadgets but the ones that the ones that always struck me were the scams the scammy kind of the the, the tony robbins one always sticks out and i was gonna I pulled a clip of that and it just, it, it almost made me want to vomit so much. I couldn't sure. <laughs> like those, the guys that would be, uh, uh, you know, the psychics, psychic, oh, Chloe, gosh, yeah. psychic, psychic. Oh yeah. Well, that was that. Uh, yeah. Chloe. Yeah. Um, yeah, well that was, that was, was it Chloe or was it Cleo? Cleo. Oh, Miss, Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. Yeah. yeah Miss Cleo. Uh, yeah, but Benji even said Benji Bronk from the Howard Stern sh- uh, show said at one point he was a call in psychic. Like anyone could be it. Like you got this special like form and stuff and all these questions you got to ask. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. No, that's fine. That, that's, that's why we have the show. <laughs> it made me think of that. Benji Bronk said he was a call in psychic for a short time. But yes, but there the one that that always stuck out was the uh, the Tom Vu. Do you remember Tom Vu, OJ? I don't think uh, so. Uh, is he from Minnesota? No, Tom Vu. Tom Vu is not a Minnesotan. Is he the guy who wore the uh, the question mark the Riddler jacket? No, uh, I don't maybe? think so. Is I don't it? know what I don't know his entire wardrobe. No, he, oh, that guy, well, he, the more. guy that would, st- yeah, he'd stand in front of like the co- Congress or something, and he always no, had no, the, no. like, he looked like the Riddler kind of. No, no, that's not this guy. So, Tom Vu was some type of real estate investment infomercial guy. He, he sold seminar packages, and these commercials were incessant, but I pulled a quick clip for us to watch. Let's see if this brings back any memories or memories. Will learn at my seminar. 
The knowledge you will learn at my seminar will make you financially independent for the rest of your life. One of my recent transactions, <laughs> oh, I walked yeah, away with a check him. for $15,010.50. Look at these checks. I took the Tom Vu Profit Seminar. It has worked That's for me. Spider it has made dad? me financially secure. It looks like Ray's new you hairline. can do it too. You don't have to ask your boss for a raise anymore. You can get all the hot the chicks with him. Of your life. Yes. Come to my seminar. Using the Tom Vu techniques, I bought this house. What the hell is a seminar? If I can apply the Tom Vu techniques and make $33,000 on this house, you can do it too. The money making strategy taught at my seminar is a solution for those of you who work hard but are underpaid. Using the Tom Vu technique, one of the homes I recently bought made me $12,000. Whoa. You don't need to be a genius to learn how to make a lot of money with my Look system. Those a lot of my students who are Come to my seminar. A lot of money. Do do Why not you? <laughs> this is the house we just bought. It appraised for $98,000 and we were able to get it for 55. What this has done has given me confidence in myself that I know I have the ability to be able to do this and he has confidence in me too. At first, I didn't feel that deals like Exude this were confidence. possible, but we have the house, profit, and I certainly believe now. Do you see yourself a millionaire someday? Have some guts. Make a decision. A Come to my seminar. Millionaire. Have some guts. A Make a decision. Come to my seminar. I do know a guy. seminar. <laughs> I remember him now, too. Yeah. Yeah, wow. he was fantastic. from the past. That's awesome. And that was on all the time. I get I guess it was just maybe it was just when he was coming through your town like I guess they would blitz it or like Tony Robbins was selling tapes and books and and all that bullshit, but he was actually selling maybe it was a video seminar. I don't know. I don't but yeah, he was don't always know. on. Yeah, he was always on. I don't know what he was selling cuz yeah, I didn't even think about him until you just uh you just brought that up that was fantastic because i also remember they did a thing I'm trying to find it just remind everyone if you're watching on my channel or bedabbler's channel come on over at you'll remember the 90s like and subscribe here please give us some please. watches over here we got to get those watch hours up we want to be able to take your money here too yeah and we want to be so we want to beat benny loco's numbers and we're not always going to be streaming to these channels. We're only going to be streaming to Yo Remember the 90s. So please right. come over there. You don't want to go cold turkey, you jive turkey. <laughs> Give us a like and subscribe at, at Yo Remember the 90s. Jive uh, turkey is a 90s reference, right? Uh, no, jive oh. turkey is not. Damn it. A 90s reference. Almost 90s? Uh, no, not even Damn. almost 90s. But jamming on the one, that's almost 90s. Almost 90s. Almost 90s. J j jamming on the one. Um, so I'm trying to clip something in real time because it's funny. It, it relates to that Tom Vu. Okay. And it, it can also go into another uh, bunch of clips that I have. So if you guys want to talk Perfect. about something else... I yeah, when you mentioned uh, the infomercials, do you guys remember a guy named Don West? Wasn't he gold? Was he the baseball cards? He was the baseball, was cards, the baseball guy. cards guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That guy was amazing. 
Is he the be buying guy? I think so. Is that yeah. the same thing? Be buying? I don't know, but he would. He would. He. Well, was I think be buying able... was the gold guy. Oh, okay. okay. I think that was okay. the gold guy. Yeah. No, Don West. He. Yeah. He would. He was such a great salesman. He would take like all this clunked up shit and put it together like some baseball cards from this over here we got these books we got this we got a Beckett we'll put it all together we'll give you a t-shirt and by the time he was done plugging all this stuff and selling you thought you were getting the best deal in the world mm-hmm. and yeah he was he was a fun to watch and he, I think he was probably their best salesman on that network for a long time was that the guy who was also involved with wrestling that is that same man. Yes, he went to TNA wrestling, and yeah. uh, he he did the same thing for them. He was an announcer for them for a while, but what he was uh, mainly known for with that company was doing the same thing with the wrestling. They had yeah. all this wrestling merch that they couldn't get rid of it. They gave it to Don, and he yeah, he was the be a lot of money. He was yeah, the guy exactly. that, that Anthony used to uh, mimic. Okay, okay, but yes, no, he was. Uh, those those old school salesmen if you've ever seen them at like a state fair or whatever where they're where they're actually just in there selling shit but they get people so excited about buying shit yes yes and he got people very excited even that what's the guy that he he, i mean he does it now he used to go on opie and anthony all the time selling you know sand from yankee stadium oh yeah Uh, who was that guy he's still Uh, selling memorabilia i think he had a yeah, I don't remember. Sure. But I they get people so that. excited about they build a market. And I, I think Don West, a lot of people blame him for killing baseball cards in the 90s. Yeah. Because that yeah. was part of the drive that really got baseball like all around that time when cards like that the Don Russ 91, the upper deck baseball cards, when those started coming out, that's what almost killed the market for cards. Yeah, I would say the 90s in general killed the market for all collectible things. Yeah, you know what I mean? Those beanie Babies, that was the... Oh, my God. Do you know how many Beanie Babies my <sighs> grandmother fucking buy in the 90s? Well, oh, yeah. Uh, anywhere. Seaside Heights Boardwalk. There was a time where the Seaside Heights Boardwalk, all they were giving out for prizes was Beanie Babies. And it was literally like, don't you see what's going on here? Literally every game is giving away these Beanie Babies. <laughs> still think years down the line it's going to be worth anything i have to get the princess diana one it's going to be everyone has it just like superman's dead everyone has a mint condition of that fucking comic book it's yep. nothing now no one nobody's cares. ever read it nobody's no. ever read the book no one oh. cares. and, and you the- brought up beanie babies i know a girl that was insanely addicted to to collecting beanie babies and i think she still has them she i mean i remember when those things were big her entire bedroom was literally filled with beanie babies insane disgusting there was 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 pez big in the 90s i mean pez was always big for me i know for you i don't know i don't know yeah i mean it had a bit of a resurgence i thought in the 90s Possibly, but I mean, any Pez that would be worth money would probably be from the seventies and older. Yeah, no, there was a there was a documentary on, I don't know if it was on Prime or on Netflix on a guy that he was, he was going to like Eastern Europe mm-hmm. to buy like 
and smuggle Pez back into the U.S. and was making like thousands of dollars doing this. Really? Wow. Yeah, because they had like rare different Pezes out there that they didn't have here, and he was just yeah, it was it was a very strange documentary. But oh, interesting. Send, I got. I I'll try and find it. I'll try and find it. I'll send it to you. It was it was really interesting. But yeah, he was he was he was smuggling, and then he started making his own Pez. Really? Like competitor? Like it was it was bizarre. That is kind of crazy how no one ever there was never really a competitor thing to pez and well, this how, guy did he but, tried uh, he tried but i guess how did pez pez must have gotten all the licensing though for all the characters and stuff like yeah. how does that work you know what i mean i was gonna say i actually have just happened to i think nearby i can't show it anyways uh but i have a pez dispenser yeah. i wanted to see what year it was from it's a yo it's yoda I think it's from yeah. like the seventies or something. That's what I mean. I mean, Pez has like Star Wars, Disney, right. like Muppets, like everything. Looney Tunes. Like, how do they have all the rights to that shit? But they, yeah, they just pay for it, I guess. The Pez, the Pez Outlaw. The Pez Outlaw. Oh, is that what? Oh, that's the name of the documentary. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ooh, fantastic. Thank a man's you. mission to bring rare Pez candy dispensers into the U.S. rocks the world's. The world of collectors and upsets the Pez Corporation. Oh, nice! In this upbeat documentary. Oh, and just everybody out there, just so you know, we're gonna get to the super chats after uh, we're done wrapping up here. We'll yeah, yeah, we're just going through some regular chats as we go. Furbies were '90s. Furbies were definitely, definitely '90s. Furbies, the television show. No, though you don't remember the Furby. Oh yeah, I do. But I'm saying talking. we're talking about TV. Oh, that's true. Yes, the Furby's TV show. That's right. You had did you did you find that clip you were looking for? Oh yeah, so I did. I I loaded it up. So this is uh this is another show that means a lot to me in the '90s. I remember my dad finding it, uh, and uh, yelling at me to come in the uh, living room. There's some kind of weird cartoon on. I'm gonna play this wait, commercial. Wait. Yes. Can somebody clip? My dad found it, and then he yelled at me to come. <laughs> when he said that oh, wait no don't clip me saying it yes clip yes him when he said it clip thank cardiff you cardiff it. it'll be thank easier you. for you to clip cardiff saying it so yes someone clip 5850 i'm gonna play a commercial first and then uh, i'll play the clip that uh you know coincides with the tom vu thing the bold new standard by which all of television will be judged if you only watch one program this season this is it. Triumph of the human spirit, not seen since my left foot. Parents should watch it with their children and then talk about it. MTV's first foray into Emmy territory is a remarkable one. Once in a lifetime comes a program of such quality, one wonders how it ever got made. Beavis and Butthead premieres Monday, March 8th. Airs every weeknight at 7 and 11 on MTV. Learn a little more about Beavis and Butthead and a lot more about yourself. But you cannot learn from book or videotape. You have to come to my wealth training seminar. Learn how to make a lot of money. Fast cash at government auctions. Buy house. Luxury car for no money down. What are you waiting for? 
<laughs> Don't bogart it, dude. Buy a house with no money down and make a hundred thousand dollars in four days. I now make sixty million dollars a year and enjoy my financial freedom. People will tell you you can't do it, but I tell you, I come to this country on a boat. I have no money. I buy property for no money down. Make two hundred thousand dollars in my first week. Now I'm Me happy, happy boy. boy. What are you afraid of? If you don't Me Chinese. Make a lot of money. <laughs> so, the views expressed by Beavis and Butthead do not reflect those. That, oh, that was awesome. That was even better. I, I was clipping. I, I edited that as we were talking. I was just I was just looking, so I didn't realize he did that, but that's fucking awesome. Anyway, um, yes, that was, uh, you know, I remembered that I don't know how I remembered, but I remember that uh, Beavis and Butthead did a little thing on Tom Vu, and I just had to Google Tom Vu, Beavis and Butthead, and it was from the episode Peace, Love, and Understanding. That is actually a banned Beavis and Butthead episode because they were huffing glue. So I was going to say, that seemed strange that they yeah. were... I don't remember that, so yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, so that episode only got played a couple of times, and then they, um, they stopped playing that one because, yeah, uh, Beavis and Butthead Beavis and Butthead was just definitely a life-changing uh, cartoon yeah, for me. Absolutely. Uh, I know Mike Morse's uh, pork chop sideburn says that we don't know what we're talking about when we talk about things, but I will go up against anyone uh, and talk about Beavis and Butthead. I love talking about Beavis and Butthead. Definitely. I wish I, wish I had the tapes because I used to tape a lot of those episodes because you can't get them now with oh with no music videos in it. Oh no. <clears throat> oh, I'm sure there's a place. Someone has all of them. Oh me! I have all of them. I have the pilots. I have all the specials. I'll give it. I'll I'll send it to you. I'm coming over. No, yeah. don't send it. I'm I'm on my way. Okay. I have it. I have it with the music videos. I have everything. Oh, that's um, amazing. I'll send you the link. Actually, awesome. I'll, I'll I'll send anyone the link. Actually, just uh, uh email me. I'll send you a link. You'll get every oh, single Beavis and Butthead uh episode. Let me see real quick how many. Uh, Beavis and Butthead ran from 1993 to, I think, only 1999 or something like that. I got to look up the real number because Mike Morris' pork chop sideburns is going to say, oh, I thought you knew everything about it. I don't know everything. We know it was great. And, yeah, that was a fantastic. Anything, I think Mike Judge, everything Mike Judge does is gold to me. But Beavis and Butthead, the movie, Beavis and Butthead to America. Yes was like between that and i think south park came out around that like in that same era like that was a that was a fun time for animation like it was it was like wow the cartoons are for grown-ups too yeah. so it ran until 97 right it was a very short run and then now beavis and butthead has, has come back i don't have the new episodes of beavis and butthead if you're looking for that i think i have the episodes from the first new mtv run in like 2012 but I know Beavis and Butthead is back now on Paramount Plus yeah. or something. I haven't seen any of it. I think they even came out with another movie. They did do another movie, and that was it, – it was good. And there were some moments in it that just All right. had me on my ass again, like just those classic really? Beavis and Butthead moments. But overall, like the premise, the main – one of the premises that they had in there, and I wish they exploited more, was they go to university and they learn about white privilege. Oh, and then yeah. they start running around exuding white privilege everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, okay. Um, but I don't think they went far enough with that one. But right. there, there was some there was some stuff in there. It was 
um it was it was a it was worth a watch but it wasn't it didn't recapture what beavis and butthead was nor did i think you could no you can't it was it really was like how they say lightning in a bottle but dildo diff does say the new beavis and buttheads are hilarious too i recommend them as well i will say that new the new reboot in like 2012 it wasn't bad it was just the fact that i think beavis and butthead was the greatest when they were doing the when they were talking about the music videos like the actual episodes were kind of shit Mm -hmm. uh and I believe in like the first two seasons, they didn't even really have writers. It was like Mike Judge and a couple of like interns and some other like people who were just kind of like these guys suck. Yeah, they were just trying to bang <laughs> out episodes because it just kind of hit. And they're like, oh shit, we have to make like a bunch of episodes. But yeah, uh, Beavis and Butthead was something that first Weird. premiered. Beavis and Butthead first premiered on Liquid Television. I have those uh, shorts too. There were two shorts: Frog Baseball. And then a monster truck rally thing that they went to. Uh, And from liquid television, they went on to have their own uh, series. And uh, even for just being around for four years, those four years were amazing. Amazing. There's so much controversy. Like, ah, it was amazing. So dildo diff with the winger, the winger shirts, the, the, the geeks with the winger shirts. I watched the documentary recently that featured Kip winger. Yes, it was, it was some music documentary, but it featured Kip Winger, and he talked about how that fucked with his life. Yes, he he literally became a loser overnight <laughs> because Stewart wore a Winger shirt, and everyone just immediately. And I believe he went to Mike Judge and asked him, "Can you please change the shirt?" And Mike Judge basically said, "If it bothers the guy so much, I'm going to kind of keep it." Fuck him. <laughs> like it affected a man's life. That's Unbelievable. So funny, but yeah, I I love. See, that's what's funny. I I enjoy like Stewart episodes. I, I that was a great character, yeah. but uh, yeah, Beavis and Butthead was so great. Um, and uh, I I think uh, that they ran into a lot of trouble because of stuff like that, like uh, the like the huffing glue. They had to do a lot of uh, they had to uh, re-edit a lot of shows or just not air the shows anymore. I remember there was the whole controversy where a kid apparently burned down his house. And the parents said it was because of Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> that never was that never turned out to be true. The mother was lying. The kid never watched Beavis and Butthead. They were just trying to blame something. Just like how people attack YouTube channels for no reason. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same exact fucking thing. Let me see if I can still do this because there was a time I could do this. I am Cornholio. I need to be for my bunghole. No. <laughs> bunghole. Like an Indian woman. <laughs> <laughs> That was fantastic. That was great. I could kind of do it. I think I sound like a Mexican. Let me let me give Shut it. Up, been, Beavis. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. That's a good yeah. butthead. Yeah, I guess I do a better butthead. You sound like yeah. a Mexican what? <laughs> yeah, uh it's pretty cool. Uh yeah. Cornholio, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I haven't done it in a while, but everyone in the nineties were doing Beavis and Butthead impressions. It was like absolutely before Austin Powers, everyone was doing Beavis and Butthead. And then Awesome powers came around and everyone stopped being doing views by it. But I just remember me and my friends just constantly talking. Oh, like, yeah. That, and that movie, like going to see that movie in a theater. Yes. Was like, again, I compared it to South Park where those were two movies in the theater where people were fucking oh. pissing their pants laughing. Like yeah. on the, like literally screen, like no other movie was, had people laughing like that in the theater. hundred like, percent. Those fans were all in. It was amazing. 
It was because we knew, uh, you know, it was something that everyone wanted. I think the Simpsons waited too long to do their movie. But uh, Beavis and Butthead and South Park, yeah, I think I think those were uh, two tremendous movies. And I, and I talked about it, too, before. I know it's it's movie but it is tv but there was a there was a touring animation festival that used to tour movie theaters like independent movie theaters spike and mike's uh, animation festival and like that's where i first saw south park and like beavis mike judges like early cartoons would have been there like he had a something with the 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 milton character from yeah 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 sorry I, I yeah I don't know if it was called Office Space, but it was something. But it was just the Milton character. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, like all these and all these. You know, they would play like the band Bug, Bugs Bunny episodes and anything that was kind of cut from, you know, the old pr- war propaganda f- cartoons and stuff like that. Right. Yep. And I used to, but yeah, I used to see all this stuff that became Ren and Stimpy. You know, mm-hmm. Beavis and Butt at South Park. Uh, it was it was it was the golden age of adult animation. Yes, hundred uh, percent. Beavis and Butthead also did a commercial. They did not do a commercial for here in America or in Minnesota, but rather they did a commercial for a Japanese product back in 1995. Mr. Sparkle. Wow, Mintia really does it. <laughs> hey guys, ever heard of Mintia? Wild and cool. Wild, Wild and, and cool. cool. <laughs> Go cool! Mintia, Captain. Yes, it was very much like Mr. Sparkle. (laughs) They're just like blowing up and flying and freezing. Whatever Mintia is. It sounds delicious. Uh, Ray DeVito, go away. You've already caused one divorce. I don't need you causing a second. Get out of our chat. Yes, Ray DeVito. We'll address this tomorrow. But I'm I'm going through a divorce now because I stuck up for you, you son of a bitch. My thank, you for the one, thank you for the one ninety nine. My lost interest. Potatoes get boners. I'll let the wifey know. Yes, please do. Yes, those little things that grow on them. Those are my eyes. Oh, where is that potato? Oh, shit. I have a potato somewhere in my house that's rotting. It's in the bag. And you wonder where the spiders come from? From Detroit. The potato yeah. we brought to Detroit is still somewhere. You've traveled with the potato? Yeah, Cordiff was there. You saw him. He was in the green room. I know, but you didn't throw him out before he got back in the I car know. for 24 I hours? I took them all. I Were you going to cook it when you got home? Yes. <laughs> Cheap bastard. I'm a child of the Depression. Hey, thank you, Eric Nagel. You have a great show, too. Where were you, Eric Nagel? Why did yes, you stand up WATP? You? How where dare you? were you? Future uh, guest on... You'll remember the 90s, Eric. Absolutely. Christian Blatt and Eric Nagel will be on this show one day. Jack the Tripper, thanks for the two bucks. Check Big Bad Beetleborgs, low-key, unappreciated. Big Bad Beetleborgs. I'm going to look it up. That kind of sounds familiar. Big Bad Bad Beetleborgs was a show from 1996 to 1998 it kind of looks familiar it almost looks like the tick <laughs> i don't remember yeah, i don't, I don't remember, remember this i i think i remember that logo more than anything but yeah maybe i was too old for it the logo does sound familiar yeah what was it 96 sounds familiar yeah yeah i think i was a little too old for this show 
but uh i'm sure it was great i know nothing about it fucking frank has been a member for one month walker texas ranger was pretty good was it yeah it was it actually was if you were a chuck norris fan and you liked that sort of thing yeah it was a pretty good show he used to come on after raw right Sometimes. yeah it did yeah that's why i i, yeah. I checked usa out. on usa right yes yeah i always checked out the only show i think i ever watched after raw was uh thunder in paradise i don't even know if that was after raw though wasn't that on usa too with hogan and the boat i don't remember Gosh, yeah it's miami know. vice like or baywatch or it was like baywatch with a boat and oh yeah. did the boat talk like the, the car <laughs> i want to say it did but probably not uh, i lost interest thanks for the 199 watching scrambled porn stations waiting for boobs yes 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 and yes all what, right. what are scrambled porn stations actually i don't know anything about that because my father cared enough to steal cable for his children so they can watch pornography when it came on after 10 p.m how dare you that was a thing too you had to wait until 10 p.m at night for pornography do you remember that or in minnesota was it on all day yes just 24 7 porno everywhere <laughs> i don't know the, the rules are different something i do remember was the playboy channel was a ripoff if you tried to order the porn because it, for some I, if i remember correctly it wasn't on like in the mornings or or early afternoons you had to wait till like a certain time to order something off that channel or it wouldn't yeah, be porn uh, yeah well, i think you're i think you're right it would just turn on to spice at 10 yeah. p.m it would like it would be nothing all day and then okay. all of a sudden, 10 p.m it was like it would just yep. be there yep Aaron Brown, most underrated 90 show was Herman's Head. I was gonna pull stuff from Herman's Head because I used to love Herman he uh, Head. Lisa Herman's Simpson head was, was on Herman's Head. Yep. Oh, okay. The voice of Lisa Simpson. I don't remember her name. Stutcho's Fair Use Bologna Factory. Thanks for the five Canadian dollars. Kelly Kapowski can sit on my face. Yes. I do I do have to apologize for the for last week's episode where I used the Jennifer Aniston picture. It's been pointed out many, many times. It really should have been. The Tiffany Amber season. See, see, that's so amazing to me that everyone was trying to beat off to the same Tiffany Amber season picture in 1995. <laughs> and when the, you know, what's what's that song somewhere out there? You know, yes. Whenever you're looking up at the moon, <laughs> yeah. someone's. I'm looking at the same moon as you. Well, it's amazing. <laughs> somewhere. Out. Okay. Uh, Kids in the hall is was will always be amazing. Yeah, that was a good show. I was a state guy. I wasn't huge on kids in the hall. I get it, but I was more I my allegiance was to the state and I guess in living color. We could probably do a whole show on 90s skit shows. Yeah, what was the state? What? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know that one either. Not that was the one on MTV with uh Michael Showalter and Michael Ian Black. That's where everyone from Reno 911 came from. Oh. Ian Black was. I want to um, dip my balls in it, Louis. No, you're gonna have to bring this show to us. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait, but have you seen like Wet Hot American Summer, the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all those people. Okay, I hated those. What? Really? <laughs> Maybe because oh. I'm seeing it out of context, right? Like everyone's seeing. I'm talking oh, about wow. the movies they made after. So we have to figure out how we can, we can watch episodes of the state. We're going to the remember they had a whole thing they had a whole skit about filthy guidos 
and they'd be like, hey, mama, we're going to the zoo and we're going to see the monkeys do it. Hey. And everyone's like, yeah, let's go to the zoo and watch the monkeys do it. And then at the end, they just poured a whole shitload of meatballs on the, ta- on the table because it was a Italian stereotype skit. It was so fuck. It was like every Italian uh, stereotype. It's Tuki. Uh-oh. Yes, I, I Tuki got his act. Yes, Tuki stole his whole act from them. I can't believe you never. You guys don't know the state. No, no. that's incredible. Uh, the Silent Shape member for two months. Does anyone remember Get a Life with Chris Elliott? I do. Yes, I do. That was a good show. I liked Chris Elliott. I, I do. I do remember Get a Life with Chris Elliott. Monty member for one month. Kids in the Hall, great sketch show. I agree. Uh, Cardiff. Thanks. Barbara Bowie. Cardiff. What's what about the Minnesota show Degrassi junior high? Is that the one Drake was on? Yes, but no, but before that, well, Drake was in the two thousands version, but uh, not the nineties. No, I don't know if that was really a 90 show. I thought it was more of an 80 show, but that was a, that was a, it was like a 90210, but in Canada, there was a girl named spike. She got (laughs) pregnant. She got pregnant in junior high. There is a girl named Spike from Degrassi High. She had a baby when she was real young. No? Nope. Pickle? No one? I know uh, Kevin Smith had a heart on for that show. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I think he was part of the reboot. But yeah, the reboot was with Drake, and he played a kid in a wheelchair. But yeah. Uh, Mike Morris, Pork Chop Sideburns. Thank you for the 199. How dare you besmirch the good name of Dylan McKay. Who was Dylan McKay? 90210. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. Another of rest may he rest in peace. Oh, yeah, he's uh, dead too, right? That's Luke Perry. Too. Luke Perry. And, and uh, another he wasn't a major part on a show that we will talk about one day on this show. Oz. Oz. Awesome. I love that show. Yeah. I thought they got a little silly oh, yeah. with some of the storylines, but all in all, I, yeah, great cast. Um, a lot of, um, yeah, of those people went on to other shows. Uh, I still can't see J.K. Simmons not being a Nazi. Like, no matter what he's right. in, he's always like he's always Vern Schillinger. Yes, yes. To, I don't to know how this he's ever day. Again, we are this Yep. See Kyle. What Christopher? Um, oh God! Um, we, he went uh, out to Law and Order. Oh, oh Christopher Moltisante, or no? It, wait, no, that it, was the, it is close to that name, I think. It's Maloney. 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 Thank you. Um, yeah, no, we have definitely. Maybe we could do something on Patreon with like these watch-alongs, right? I don't know. I, think, I don't know how that works. Well, yeah, I, I've watched reaction videos on YouTube, and I, I do hear, because what they'll do with the reaction videos, they'll put clips up, and then they'll tell you, follow us on Patreon, and you can watch the whole reaction. So Yeah, it's I don't know how they do that, but yeah, it's something we want. That that would be fun. To, like, again, I want to expose uh, El Horribilibla, uh to some, to some movies that he's never... Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, my God. How fun would that be to introduce? I mean, there's a whole plethora of movies we can introduce them to that are such a part of American pop culture that I'm. it's just amazing to me, some of these movies you've never seen. I've already seen Chairman of the Board with Carrot Top. You don't have to tell me how important (laughs) that is to American cinema. I understand. (laughs) Oh, Umlaut, thank you for being a member for four months. Send Benny Loco the link, FKL. Thank KL. you. 
FKL. Jarrett Seltzer, thank you for the 888. Brilliant, John. That was something that OJ probably said earlier. Sorry. Hope so. It was brilliant. This is all brilliant. Uh, real quick, I want to I want to present you. Can, I can't believe you guys don't fucking know this show. So clue this was happening, or else I would have went. Of course, I found out about it the next day. But they will be coming to Brooklyn, I believe, in October or November. So if you're a fan of the state, they uh, most of them have gotten together to do a live show. I heard it was great. They're doing just like their classic skits and stuff, I guess, which is kind of weird. But at the same time, probably a lot of fun. So if you live in Brooklyn, and I, uh, I guess depending on how well they do, they did very well in Denver. And if they do well in Brooklyn, they might uh, continue to do it around the country. So go support that crap if you like the state. I, I do have to say in my, <clears throat> my, my left screen, I've had my Twitter up and there's been something flashing in my peripheral vision for the last 10 or 15 minutes. And I need to share it with you both. Okay. Uh, what are we talking about here? Oh. Oh, there he is. Cardiff. My dad found it, and then he yelled at me to come. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. My, from My Lost Interest Twitter. Oh, Thank fantastic. you very much, My Lost Interest. It was on Twitter so fast. I think it was on Twitter before I said it. That was quick work. Who are these podcasts says the state are liberal cucks? Yes. yes. All of Hollywood is. All of our entertainers, ex except for Tukey, are liberal cucks. Uh, Jared Seltzer, five bucks. Thank you. My joke was ruined. Assuming Super Chats popped up immediately. Love you. I love you too, Jared. Thank We're you. Sorry. We're sorry. We don't want to make this misery loves company. They yell at us. They yell at us. They're monsters, Jared. They yell at us for reading. Oh, what is this? A show where you just read Super Chats? They're jealous because they ate us. Mason in Portland, a.k.a. Shane, Portland Shane Gillis, thanks for $5. Remember Breaker High with Ryan Gosling, Saved by the Bell clone that took place on a cruise ship? Is that real? I do oh not. God, Breaker I'm High. I've never heard of that. Wow. That's... Is that the 90s or is that old? I know, there was that? I know there was that other show probably in the 2000s where the two kids lived on a cruise ship. Or... 1997. And they Breaker High? And it was on a cruise ship with Ron Gosling. <laughs> no, that sounds great, though. We'll look into it. What ran from oh, only a year, ninety-seven to ninety-eight. Oh, it must have been great. Uh, Bears for fourteen one. Thanks for two dollars. Why no Tuki show this Sunday? Very there will most likely be. I'm not committing to anything yet because something popped up on Sunday. So I'm trying. I don't have an answer for you now. Hit uh -huh. the button, you cowards. Somebody somebody got the mail today and there were three blue chews in the mail. Yes. So Sunday will be busy. No. Of other things. Cold sea. Cardiff watched a lot of 90s TV as a fat man in his 30s. Yes. You're right, Cold Sea. No, haven't you heard? I've been I've been devilified. I am not fat. The whole internet knows. Capone 609. Thanks for the 499. Bedazzled and OJ Stink. Bring out Tukey. Fuck okay. you. Tukey sucks. <laughs> Alpha K Trans, thanks for the $5. Columbia House was COD. As a kid, I would make up fake names and phone numbers and get unlimited free CDs. Fantastic. Was it COD? I guess maybe it was at a time. I don't know, but I did. I think you have to mail the money back. Or yeah. Well, no, yeah, you had. 
I don't know how it worked, but I did look up. You can still order Domino's and select cash on delivery. I don't know how they're doing that, but you can still do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Columbia House, which I should have wore the shirt. I'll wear it the next episode. Uh, I remember they you ordered a certain amount originally for like a penny or whatever it was. Right? Yeah, you got your first 10 for a penny or right. five for a penny. But then... You were like locked in, and now they started sending you things that you didn't fucking ask for. Yes. And if you didn't send it back, I think you had to pay to send it back too. I don't you, remember. You no, I think you could you could Fuck. request to not get the next month's one, but you had to send something back to not get the next one. See, I, I remember it differently. I remember but you had to buy so many yeah. in two years. Is that what it was? Because I just remember getting CDs in the mail and my dad being like, don't open those. And I'd be like, why? What are they? Like, maybe they're good. And I'm like, no, don't open those. We have to send them back. (laughs) We're going to be charged for them. And I don't know how they charge them. I don't know if he had a credit card on file or what. But I do remember, like, they sent you, like, they were basically like, here, you throw this out. Or, you know, but don't throw, like, if you don't, like, here, we're sending this to you, so you se- you have to send it back to us. And if you don't send it back to us, we're going to charge you. It was a very odd yeah. business model. It's probably why they're not around anymore, besides the whole digital thing, downloading and whatnot. Ryan Venucci, thanks for the four nine nine. I liked and subscribed before I was called a jive turkey. Now I wish to undo <laughs> this. Is that possible at YouTube? No. No, not. Brian. It's ours now. You'll remember the 90s for life. You're our cuck now, Brian. If you if you want to take any solace, you are a less jive turkey for super chatting. Mike Morris, pork chop sideburns. Thank you for the five dollars. Not sure how old you nerds are, but here's a concept. Do a show about the 90s and actually know something about the 90s. I know the 90s started January 1st, 1990. Yeah, you teach people comedy. So what do you know? I mean, there is a question mark at the end of our show title, so. Yeah, it's grammatically correct. Robert Spawn, thank you for the $5. Horrible El Jefe can do most from Beavis and Butthead impersonations extremely well. I'm sure you've heard him at the end of Punk in Drublick. Yes, so he's talking about a member of NoFX, El Jefe, one of the guitar players in NoFX. Yes, he does a bunch of uh, different impressions, uh, and he, he does them great, and I believe he does do Beavis and Butthead. I used to do Beavis and Butthead, but my throat's been hurting me lately. It'll just sound like shit, like Cardiff's before. Barbara Bowie, thanks for the $10. We we have to pay respect to Howard Stern's Channel 9 show in the 90s because without it, how many of us would really be here tonight? Right. Yes. A crossover. Foundations of the Dappleverse. You'll remember the 90s crossover episode. Yes. One day. Eugene Neil Breen, thank you for the 199. Bark, bark, please take me outside. Someone take that cutie pie outside. Look at that face. I believe a, I believe a Eugene World Order started in the chat earlier. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> Fantastic. This shit just keeps on going. Uh, my lost interest. Thank you for the 199. Cardiff clip posted on Twitter. We know. X. Yes. Thank we you know. for thank doing you. that so quickly. Yeah, he's really good. He's really quick with all of them. Yes, yeah, so thank you for doing it to Cardiff. Yes. I will be putting that one on my board, my lost interest. So thank you very much. Cardiff video and arcade top 10. Smiley face. 
Thank you. Is he telling you to name your top 10 video and arcade games of the 90s? Why, why not ask for my top 47, sir? Yes. A, trying to wrap this show up. <laughs> yes, we, we were trying to keep the show at an hour, but. And we will be definitely talking about video games in future. Yes. No, we're sure. never talking about video games ever. Yeah, absolutely. Were they even in the nineties? <laughs> Nimrob seventy-one. Thank you for the one ninety-nine. Just popping over to this feed to get a quick FKB. Hi, Brennan. FKB. FKB. forty-four. Thanks for the two bucks. Be dabbler. Be dabblerable. You got it going on. Thank you, Nilax. You've got it going on. What? Thomas Kirby, thanks for the 499. Indie filmmaker in the 90s was unbeatable to today. Did I did I guys did I guys see clerks, American History X you guys. And, or others? Did you guys see Clerks, oh, American okay. History X yeah. and or others in theaters? I remember seeing American History X. American History theaters. X, yeah, I, I would have seen in the theater. I, clerks, no. Clerks was a, a DVD yeah or vhs or yeah it, was, it probably was vhs um yeah the 90s were I, that's gonna be a whole thing the mm -hmm. 90s movies i mean that's fuck this show is endless because we could do an episode just on one movie well you can't It'll be me and oj talking what? for an hour yeah well i don't know about much about movies but don't we have someone part of the team who knows about movies we do oh, we, we do. do uh he's he's recovering he's he's been diagnosed with another illness Morbid oh. obesity? No, no, that's we've that's long that's been long standing. Oh, uh, but he is. Uh, I mean, he's had COVID, I believe. Now that he's been diagnosed with a with a ferocious flesh eating virus, the doctors have given him sixty two years to live. <laughs> so he is recovering, but uh, while he was recovering, he did decide to put together. Uh, a show that we all love, Carlos's pick, where Carlos's will discuss a film, hopefully, from the 90s. Hit it, Carlos. And thanks again for doing this for us. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Carlos Picks. My name is Carlos Danger for the purposes of this broadcast. Hey, remember the 90s? Do you remember the 90s? Shirts off, date rape, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you have to acknowledge now because of the times we're like, because that's really cool. Who are we apologizing what? to? Uh, so that being said, Schindler's what? List is horrible to watch. They were like super serious and too deep. And they took it and they just, you could just watch the car chases. You thought it was the coolest ever. But your other option was child porn. Uh, Schindler's what? List. Uh, you know, I had read reviews. It's getting bad reviews. Uh, and your dad could have a fun time watching Schindler's List. You guys are having a, a time of your life. But there was that weird genre happened there where it was like, uh, but the end of the movie, there's hope. There's some type of hope, even in Schindler's List. But the low cut shirts and all that. And they took it and they just. Yeah, it's it's such an audaciously bad movie. But he, he lifted the idea from like Shuli Egar. He just has this huge introduction to uh, the Shuli Network. I kind of feel like I've never watched a movie that better summarizes how I personally feel about the Shuli Network and the direction we're taking <laughs> as a nation collectively, where uh, you know assholes rule. And, you know, the more toxic you can be, the, the, the better you, you know, kill the enemy. You know, just that whole thing. And just all the madness we're seeing 
uh, in the Shuli Network, which I don't know, is this the great American decline? I don't know, maybe. One of the lines from the outtakes is more famous than anything yeah. else in the movie. And this is totally cisgender, white male, middle-aged dude talking here. But Schindler's List, four out of ten. The gout has flared up. The gout has flared up. The gout has flared up. For those of you just listening, there was some kind of morbid, you know, beast guy on a bed. With his feet bandaged up. With his feet bandaged up. We couldn't see his face, though, so we, we can only assume it's Carlos Danger. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Carlos Danger. Yes, thank you for doing that while you were obviously oh. ill. <laughs> I personally like Schindler's List, but at least at least he finally got uh, a 90s movie. Man. He's starting to figure out the format of the show. You are fantastic. So thank you. I hope I hope you're feeling better. Yes, wasn't there something you wanted to bring up about Carlos after? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I already discussed his flesh-eating virus that's going to kill him in 60 to 70 years. Oh, of course. Okay. Because there's so much flesh for the virus to eat. I forgot to write what you wanted to say. I just wrote Carlos. (laughs) So it was a (laughs) Uh Max Brangle, thank you for being a member for two months. 90s, you still paid for long-distance calls. Yes! Do you believe that you used to be charged for depending on where you called in the world? There were what always killed me was the situations that it would be literally calling the other side of the street and it would be another area code. Right. Yeah. Ridiculous. Remember phone cards? Yes, phone cards. Phone cards are still around, aren't they? Or are they but like for pay phones more. This was just for pay phones. Yeah, one eight hundred collect, one eight hundred ATT oh. or one eight 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 ATT, whatever. But yeah, one eight hundred collect. I definitely remember. Fucking idiots! I remember I, pay phones and just calling my friend's house collect and having their parents pick up. Be like, you have so, a call from El Horrible. and I'm like, it's like, why are you calling your fucking friend in fifth grade collect? I had oh my god you just you just reminded me I had a I had a phone number that was one digit off from my girlfriend's phone number and I called it once by accident and the guy was just a just sounded like a just a tool on the other line I collect anytime I was in a different city or near a pay <laughs> collect called this guy and he accepted the charges every time oh my god. I don't know He's an idiot. But I must have cost him so much money, but I just wanted to hear his voice and make fun of him and probably tell him to go F himself. I don't remember what I did, but I used to harass the hell out of him only because he had a phone number similar to my girlfriend's. Wow. Yo, remember the 90s. Yo, we're remembering the 90s. Star Six Nine sucked. Star Six Seven. Star Star Six Nine. Nine, yes. Star Six Seven still works. Okay, cool. Yes. We're being trolled. Did, did you, Cardiff? Good one. We're being trolled by WATP. Jeez. All right. I think we had one more. Uh, Kel, Kel Naris has been a member for two months. Please list your top 70 episodes of ALF. Isn't that, the, isn't that the 80s? That is yes. Kel Naris, you're out of here. Banned and blocked. Not even almost 90s. Not even. 
Well, I think we've uh, have we done it all? Are we all caught up? I think we're yes. all caught up. Oh, wonderful! We have done it all. Then yes. Well, don't 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 go away just yet, folks, because you still we still have our final thought for the evening. But we do want to sign off and say we talked a lot about the '90s. I think most of what we talked about was the '90s. So we're getting better, boys. <laughs> we definitely are getting better. It's true, and we we mostly stayed on TV shows, but we did drift to other parts of the '90s and stuff like I'm that. Drifting. Yeah, I think we're figuring it out. Uh, the, and as far as the pop-up video thing goes, uh, we might revisit that at some point. Maybe some special episodes or whatever. I think you're the only one still talking about the pop-up video. Okay, are we done with that? I don't know. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone gave a shit. So. Okay, good. Then let's I think when we have a. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. I was I'm gonna say it's a fun idea, and I would like to maybe do it. Like, if we're gonna put together a highlight video for one of the shows or something, maybe you could do sure. that. But I don't yeah. think it's necessary. I think it's too time consuming and Good. as cute as it is. I don't think people really give a crap think, about it. Yeah, I think a live show every Friday is more than enough. Okay, yeah, because I was mostly just saying it to you guys because I'm too busy. But- if I lose my job or or you know quit my job and well fingers crossed everybody <laughs> fingers crossed no never never but uh, we want to remind everyone if you are watching on my channel or El Horrible's channel uh, come on over here you'll remember the 90s and give us a like and a subscribe watch here soon this will be the only place if you like the show make sure you like and subscribe here because one day it will not be on any other channel it will be exclusive to here uh and tomorrow morning, at B Dabbler on YouTube, the great Dr. Steve. The great Dr. Steve will be with us 10 a.m. East tomorrow morning at B Dabbler. Dr. Steve taking your calls, talking about anything you want to talk about in regards to, um, I guess, hospice. So if anyone's dying and they want to know what the afterlife is like, mm-hmm. Give us a call and ask Dr. Steve. <clears throat> Sheckler, thank you for the $2. Have Tukey guest host 90s racism. Yay! Never. How dare you. All right, so we'll see everyone tomorrow, but this has been You'll Remember the 90s. Yo. We still got to figure out how we're going to end this show. Well, are we going to play your final thought? Well, yeah, other than that, though, the pre-ending. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bye. Oh, hi. It's me, your pal, Cardiff Electric, with your You'll Remember the 90s final thought. We learned a lot tonight about television in the 90s. Some people will say the 90s was the greatest decade of television ever. Others will disagree, likely presenting an alternate decade of television that they found superior. But what's important to remember is as we all learned in the 90s, watching too much television will rot your brain. What was I saying? Anyway, that's all for this week. And remember, take care of yourself and each other.